your dad. In the head. Here we go. Oh my god, we have a guest. How unusual. <laughs> and a woman. <laughs> Hi. David insisted we bring a guest on this week because he was worried about the mental state and presentation of our show. So we brought on actual licensed psychologist, Nihal. <laughs> Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Hi, David. Hi, Queen. How Hi, are queen. you? Queen of the J-pop hags. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we Thank bring you. a literally licensed psychologist on the show, and we're going to talk about Japanese pop music. <laughs> As if it matters, right? <laughs> well, we, we can't actually no. get her to a um, psycho, psych, psychologist us? Psycho? Psychoanalyze? Psychoanalyze us. Because I think she would need extra therapy. Uh, in order to do that or afterwards. I might. Yeah, I think regardless of how the episode turns out, we're going to all be in need of a little more therapy. Right. Who needs therapy when so. you have a podcast? Period. I just Her. came back from therapy today, actually, so. Oh, how did that go? The oh. therapist needs therapy? Yeah, actually we do. <laughs> oh, I know, it's embarrassing, but but I need help. <laughs> I love that we're going to pick up a few extra shifts tomorrow after how today goes. <laughs> Period. But no, I'm oh. excited to be here. Thanks for breaking my podcast, um, Hyman. Hyman, Hyman. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, know I just know I have it, okay? But... Well, not anymore. Yes, gushing not blood. Anymore. Let's go. <laughs> At least it wasn't right. a bicycle seat. Wait, I have a question. Wait, this, this. I have a really invasive question. Can oh. I ask it? Sure. I might not answer. Okay. When, when you pop the hymen, does it actually like bleed, or is that a myth? Um. So everyone's hymen looks different. So like for some, is like already kind of like, mm, you know, gaping. Not gaping. That's the wrong term. <laughs> but like, like some is like a little more hymen. tight. Some a little bit, you know, some a little bit more open. So like for some people, like they don't like maybe if they do sports or whatnot that like cause it to be like that way. So like when it happens, like they don't feel it. But I failed it. Okay. I, I keep picturing thing. a hymen oh, like, about to... <laughs> like when you buy something that's like sealed, vacuum sealed. So you got to pop it with a yes. fork. That's yeah. How, that's how I picture it. And it's, and and you feel it. It's painful. Well. See, I always imagine it's like a little papery sheet of vagina skin. <laughs> it is. Like, yeah. Similar to that too. It's like really thin. Are you like sealed up? Like I, it's <laughs> no, not like totally <laughs> sealed up. Well, if you oh Google God. it, you, if you Google it, you'll see some sealed ones. But I'm not an expert. Okay, I'm googling it up right now. I'm Wait, googling I'm looking it up right now. Right too. now, it's beautiful. I I honestly don't know because all the the vaginas I've seen have been uh you know deflowered. I would say <laughs> so. What vaginas have you seen? Madonnas? Is it just Madonnas or? Well, we've never seen, I've the seen inside of Madonna puss. pussy, but oh, we've just seen the outside. But no, I um, I had a, I was molested by a lesbian in high school, and oh. she made me feel her pussy. <gasps> Sad. I'm sorry, I'm like... it's Chichi. <laughs> Chichi. Uh, I mean, it was. It's funny now. I didn't not, laugh then. Not you having okay, more just, lesbian I... activity than I do, and I'm bi. <laughs> <laughs> This is not I right. I just googled hymen. <laughs> All I'm getting uh, is a, di- diagrams. Five, 
<laughs> well, I, I found a BBC like graph and it has five different hymens on it. And one of them is like microporphyrate, imperforate, cribiform, septate. And then one of them just says normal. Is <laughs> wow this is what happens when you bring a, a woman on gangbang am i the Lord. first woman this on this podcast no okay am no, i we have am vanessa the... on but oh okay, okay. am i the first thai woman yes first thai woman which is making me so okay. nostalgic for home so fuck you i feel oh i was gonna say i feel special but not anymore <laughs> No, well, you're David. Special well, you're, you're the, the first, you're the first uh, person Thai of color person. on Gangbang. You see, we're not racist. Oh, okay. That's true. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but a I consider you Thai. You I a woman David and Thai. Asian. Oh my God, Gangbang stays winning. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> yeah, up until this point, it was just um, white people with Asian partners. So. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to bring an Asian partner on to the scene, and and that's funny because like I'm looking for a you know a white partner, so I'm looking for I'm, you know I want to be a Farang's wife, and David knows what that means, so yeah. Well, I'm glad that we're all the range on this show. Me. Okay, <laughs> we're on the Wait, same what page. Mean? What does that What does that mean? Farang is um Westerner. Like, uh, there's this fruit. What's the name in English, David? Uh, what's Farang? No, what's Farang? The, the fruit. In English, what is it? Oh, I don't know. Look it up. Let me look it up. Uh, like a foreigner. Um, but so I, it's a fruit I, I thought, I thought that, but the inside was like slang for foreigner. That's where it came from. Yeah, because the inside of the fruit is like white, but now like we use it with like all types of oh. like you know like all colors. Oh, is that where like, it came from? <laughs> yeah, because like okay, so basically like it used to mean just like just white, like you know like French. Like yeah, I, I thought it was a traders. diminutive of, of, of foreigner because foreigner is a complicated word, so it's just farang. But also, like yeah, that's what we used to call like Frenchmen. It was like a frang or something like that, and, and Thai people, like native people, couldn't say that, so it's like frang, frang, frang. So yeah, you guys okay, are see, you guys are farang. About like a... Oh yeah, yay! Hi, <laughs> I'm farang. Nice to meet you. You dirty farang, get out of my country. No, stay. We'll see. Oh, <laughs> okay. Now we have the official, like, um, indigenous invitation for David to go to Thailand. Hooray! Now I need a Japanese person to say the same to me. Okay, your boyfriend. I'm, I'm officially invited in Thailand. Yes, you are. Yeah, my boyfriend invites me. That's about it. Everyone else is uh, just mildly tolerating of my or tolerant of my presence. Colonizer. <laughs> Colonizer. <laughs> <laughs> I love your boyfriend. Um, okay, Zach. so, oh, you need a boyfriend? No, I love your boyfriend because he stands more I carry. That's all oh. I remember about him. Oh God! Not okay, this. Actually, this anyway, is essential conversation because no, fuck you, David. David hates Mariah Carey. <laughs> I hate David. You know, I don't hate Mariah Carey. I like Loverboy. Okay, <laughs> I think Loverboy is a bop. It is. Okay, like two weeks ago. David mm-hmm. was complaining on the show about how Mariah only has, like, one note of being a famous woman. And it's, like, her being a sassy diva and being like, I don't know her. And I was like, that's because you don't know Mariah. Like, I you know Mariah. She has yeah. so many shades to her personality. Like, like You don't pay attention, on... so you wouldn't know. Right, that is on him. Well, that is because on you, it wasn't David. popular in on... Italy when I was growing up. That's your problem. 
don't care. I really yeah, don't that's care. your problem. But a, a lot of my Thai friends love her. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of them. Um, yeah. And, but I chose my boyfriend. He's a Christina stan. So I grew up in a household. <gasps> I live in a household that oh. hates Mariah Carey. <laughs> and I love that I see me. why. Now I see why, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's deep root. I mean, it is true that Mariah Carey is like the most successful foreign artist in Asia. And that's yes. true, period. But then, Especially in Japan. You, yeah. you know this, when she comes to Bangkok, she goes to like theaters and she doesn't even sell out. And then Madonna and Britney do two nights at the arena and they sell out both nights in minutes. So Wait, she did sell it out because I couldn't get tickets. She did sell Ooh, out. Mariah? Mariah. Yeah. Oh my I don't God. think like so. The, what, at Sam No, Paragon, the hacks at the and the gays. The gays love her and they show up for her. Well... I don't think. David, are you silencing a woman of color on the podcast? Yeah, right now? She just David. told you it was shown out. <laughs> I'm silencing a woman of color speaking on a woman of color. I'm a mess. <laughs> Colonizer. Although, I mean, I'm actually darker than Mariah, but that's another conversation. Oh, God. <laughs> you... Oh. I was going to say something. Um... I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Love it. You, you know who's it. really popular in Japan? I mean, Mariah, for one, but mm-hmm. probably the most successful Western girl in Japan right now is none other than Hitler Swift. Ugh. Oh, I'm so sorry. You see? I am too. But Kanye I thought made Japan that bitch famous. Because Miles Away True. was like a huge hit. But now I don't know anymore. Ugh. Wait, I have to ask, Nipao, since you're on a vaguely Madonna adjacent podcast, what is your favorite Madonna song? Um, you must love me. Oh, oh! I know. It's a That's a great pack. Deep cut. I don't. I makes I, um, sense I'm, from our from a Mariah <laughs> stand. Right, but no, I love the lyrics. It's like, oh, that's how I feel. And but she didn't I don't know, write like, that one. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, but that, that is how I feel. And like, if that person is listening right now, hi, that's how I feel about you. Okay. Isn't that, the, the, is that? I want to know about is him. That the one that won the Who's Oscar? he? Is oh, did she win the Oscar for that? No, she oh. didn't win. She, she a song that she sung won the Oscar. Her writers twice, won, but she never sang. She didn't write any of them, so she never actually won the Oscar. Oh. But her songs have won twice. Okay, okay. I got yeah, she was so st- like her dumb management team wasn't smart enough to like just like shove her into an hours meeting in the writers' room to give her credit on it. But yeah. from Evita, mm-hmm. uh, what's what's the guy that made Evita? Andrew Lloyd Webber. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew yeah. Lloyd Webber didn't mm-hmm. allow Madonna. You see how I'm, br- I'm gonna bring it all back? I'm tying this everything together because I'm a genius. Andrew Lloyd Webber <laughs> didn't allow Madonna to write a new song for Evita, but he allowed Nazi Swift to write a song for Cats. What the fuck is oh, up? With that? that is okay. Yeah, that is problematic. What the hell? He wanted it's to silence problematic. a it's woman problematic of Italian and... color, but an Aryan queen, he said, yes, <laughs> go ahead. I don't think. Why does that girl get everything she wants? Because she's white. Uh, do you know what? Colonizer. If, if Andrew Lloyd Webber did not give Taylor Swift the writing credit on that song, she would have gone off on Twitter about it for seven weeks. Like she does I am being a silenced. arises in her way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of her. I'm tired of her, but I will say, 
How dare she? How dare she put out a cover album of herself? Fuck you. Go away. <laughs> I mean, Jojo did this two years ago. We're over ago, her. So she's copying Jojo anyway. Oh. <laughs> so Amro Nami did it too. Well. And you know, Thailand loves her. Like I can't really get away from her and like artists like Ed Sheeran. You know, like that genre. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. But like you I, know, I'm I'm happy mm-hmm. because Thailand. Well, I don't know if Thailand as a, a no, but at least the radio plays BB Rexa a lot, which makes me happy. At least when I was there, BB Rexa would come mm-hmm. on the radio a lot. They play like Billboard. Like that makes you happy because that would depress me. No, but I love BB Rexa. There's something about her songwriting which is so cringe. It's very Marina-like, mm-hmm. and it's very, it's got a very distinct style to it. So love it or hate it. At he least loves she... the whiskey more than this pussy. <laughs> no, I mean, that's fucking cringe, but I think that's interesting because she has a distinct voice. Even, I don't think mm-hmm. Madonna, I think, I think she's a great songwriter, but I don't think she has a songwriter's voice. Her, mm-hmm. her music doesn't have a specific voice. Well, somebody like mm-hmm. Nazi Swift, even she has a specific writing voice, which I kind of appreciate sometimes. B.B. Rexa mm. has a specific writing voice. Um, so I appreciate is... her for that. Okay. This that is, is how insane. I feel about Ava Max. I don't know. <gasps> oh, that's true. Ava Max has no vision. I mean, I stand. Like, I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. Like, I'm in Like, casually. If yeah. all of the kings and the queens yep. the throne. Like, love it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love it. Love well, it. Well, she's like but... my guilty pleasure. Like, you know, that. Cringy, tr- like trashy pop, super mainstream, yeah, yeah. bubblegum, feminist, yeah. Oh, Ava Max and BB Rexa should totally collaborate. They're meant for each other. Yes, yeah, like they're in yeah. the same category. Mm-hmm. But Ava Max has a has a better ear for for, for a melody. I think. I don't think she writes any of her stuff, so I think maybe her manager has a. No, better no, no, she ear for she melody. does, she does. She's like Gaga. That's why all the comparisons. No. Are we? Sh- <laughs> is this why all of her music sounds kind of shitty? Like when you actually listen to her vocals, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is the reason like she sounds like shit is because like her lyrics sound like shit is because like she's writing it? Maybe. Yeah. Like they let her have the control. She's they, very they like. Have. She's very like like meant to be a PG thirteen pop star for young kids. I think like you know like the message in mm-hmm. the song and the way there's no like. Like, nothing about sex or, like, anything dark. And it's obvious she wants to go there. And, like, they're holding her back. Mm-hmm. Agree. And- I am a queen and I am so fierce. If you don't have a boyfriend, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And my haircut, my asymmetrical haircut. I'm so crazy. Meanwhile... Right. Meanwhile, while crazy Ava Max and her kooky haircut is singing about being a fierce girl, so is Marina and the Diamonds. Ugh. No, it's no, just Marina. Just Marina. It's just Marina now, yep. Oh, I forgot. FKA Marina and the Diamonds, I mean. That was like a way <laughs> better name, too. Like, why did she drop it? And then, like, things go south. How am I supposed to know who Marina is? Like that's where she, I, she ha- I go to go she fishing. She couldn't like, afford the Marina. To... Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Well, she has a new song out. Isn't that right, David? Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Purge the poison. <laughs> <laughs> the, res- the delay response. Wow. 
<laughs> I know. I was touching my bald head. <laughs> I'm entranced. I'm entranced by like my buzz cut, and I just keep like touching it, going like. Krik, 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 krik. I mean, touching the bald head is an improvement over touching your butthole, which is what you have been doing for oh about God. five episodes nonstop and informing us when you do so. So I'm glad it has moved on to the head. I want to oh go back gosh. to monkey. <gasps> Can I leave? <laughs> I just scratch That's and I sniff I my... That's every episode of the show. My butthole. Oh, David. David. Oh, David. Oh, David. <laughs> so, David, um, now that you're done scratching your butthole and your head, please tell us about the Marina song. Now. Mm-hmm. Why am I supposedly the Marina expert? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you haven't talked in like two minutes because I've been shouting, so I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, okay. She has a new song called, I really don't remember, Purge the Poison, some shit like that. I don't either. Um, and What's it called? She mentions Britney shaving her head, so people dragged her for it when really... The lyrics make complete sense. Like it's actually in favor of Britney. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's kind. Of, it's probably her actually her best song in years because it sounds like her old stuff at least. Um, mm-hmm. Lyrically, it's a mess. Like this is Marina at her Marina est. Mm-hmm. Um, the video is kind of fun. Uh, she looking old as hell, but um, I thought she looked good. No, she looks, she looks good. good, but the the thing that got me... I, actually, no, that's on me. It's not on her. The thing that got me when I was watching the video and I clicked play, and I saw under... You know, under YouTube video, like, uploaded on, and it said, blah, 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 April, whatever, 12, 2021. And then that reminded me that Electra Heart came out in 2012. And I was like, oh my fucking God, it's been a decade since Electra Heart, and I wanted to kill yeah. myself. <laughs> <laughs> we are not young. That's right. We are young. I don't know about that, David. David, are you? Your liver is not young. My liver is 49 years old. <laughs> I, am about, I am about to be the 27 curse in exactly a month, less than a month. I'm going to beat it. Because okay. if, I, if I die before I hit 28, it'll be kept. Oh, my God, 28. Oh, God, saying that out loud, I don't want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> that is a scary number. It's so close to 30. Like, oh, oh, shut up. <laughs> but at least you have, like, a man. You know what 30 is and... close to? 30 is close to dead. I know. Yeah. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> the grave beckons, baby. But I, thank God I'm Italian because, like, I was watching something on TV today while I was having lunch, and there, there there was like a segment on television about this farmer or whatever, and it's like the the host is like, "And you're so young," and the guy's like, "Yeah, I'm 37," <laughs> and I'm like, "Only in Italy," <laughs> like, "Oh, that means you must have just graduated and just moved out of your uh, parents' house. You're so young, <laughs> 37. You were so young," and I was like, "Yes, that means I'm baby." Wow. Okay, meanwhile, Marina is pushing 40 and is still singing songs that a high schooler who just read her first BuzzFeed article about <laughs> feminism would write. What, what, what mm-hmm. I found so funny is the fact that she posted on Twitter. She's like, and here are the lyrics. And like, she just posted the lyrics on Twitter. Like, <laughs> she's <Thank> proud. <laughs> she's proud of those lyrics. She's like, by the way, this is like the point of view of Mother Nature. Yes, how weird is that? 
She said, mm-hmm. I wrote the song from the, like, the song comes from Mother Nature. That's so weird. Right. I, I kind of, like, she's so camp. Don't tell me that. Like, just, like, let, yeah. let it speak for itself. Right. Like, I hate when artists, like, like out the gate and just, like, explaining their art. Like, like thanks for the spoilers. She loves to explain. Mm-hmm. She loves to talk and chat about what she's doing and about how revolutionary it is. How like, deep. Like, she was, like, writing songs about the, like, the nuclear bombing in Hiroshima. I was like, okay. Oh. And then I was like, got Wait, what it. What song is that? She said the bomb. And then immediately after, she was like posting on Twitter about, she was like, this song is about how inspired I was by my visit to Japan. I was like, oh my God, Marina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's, exactly. it, it, her career is actually so funny because, I mean, most people... I mean, sure, it had some success, but most people really give no fucks about the the first album, whatever it was called. Uh, the Family kind of Jewels? Everybody, everybody that is now still a fan came from mm-hmm. the Electra Hard days where, like, she made a, an amazing pop record that was supposed to be totally sarcastic. But mm-hmm. in making it so sarcastic, she made an amazing pop record, and then everything she'd done since was, like... Well, but this isn't the, sir, the the pop record, the trashy pop record that I thought you were going to make. What the fuck? Right. right. Well, I, okay, and, I, kinda, I, I kind of like Fruit a little I bit. I do, too. Like, I like no, I, I listened to Fruit the other day. It's great. It's great. And it's because it's like the dumb poppy stuff, but she takes her songwriting seriously on it and is yes. it being like a sarcastic little hoe. Yeah, so I think that's like her best album, probably. And um, I, agree. I like Electra Heart, but the gimmick of it makes it kind of unbearable now. No, yeah, I mean, <laughs> in in the scope of what is now her work, because at the uh, before it was just her first album and Electra Heart, so you're like, oh wow, this this is where she's going with this. Uh, she she had she had her foot on Tumblr's neck hard. Oh yeah. Um, her mm-hmm. and Lana Del Rey, mm-hmm. damn. But um, fruit fruit is great. Just Electra Hardy, the lyrics are so cliche on purpose. But she she did it so well that everything works. Um, yeah. But fruit 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 is better, I think. Because she, she did take. And now we have to hear her listen. Now we have to hear her do like feminist like freestyle jazz. Like please, <laughs> kill thousands of gay men. <laughs> Killed thousands of gay men. Beep, 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 beep. Women are oppressed and only 25% of the government. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> not gonna lie, I love the sound. I love, like, I can bop to it, but I, yeah, I'm not a fan of the uh, third wave intersectional feminism lyric. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I, I like the production too, and I'm like, oh, this is like kind of like cunty family jewels. But then, right. like you said, Family jewels, I, nobody that's right. needs Marina and the Diamonds to be a feminist right now. Like nobody is asking for it. Like yeah, I don't want to turn on a song and just be like reminded of like capitalism and I don't know what else <laughs> she mentions, but like, oh, like this is not my escape. Like you're just like telling me that, no, but you, you know, know what? I live in a dark place. <laughs> yeah, I I I agree with all of you, but then also as somebody who has praised an album like Madam X, then I can't really get mad at Marina for what she's doing. The only thing I can get mad about is the fact that she's cringy about it. Okay, but I have to say that Madam X is actually way less 
ham-fisted than this, which I never thought I would ever be able to say about Madame X ever. <laughs> but, like, hmm. it's, like, God Control and Batuka. And, like, Dark Ballet, but Dark Ballet is, like, really vague and is just, like, about, like, upcoming apocalypse without, like, specifically naming it, right? It's, like, only those right. two songs, whereas this Marina album is shaping up to be white women have it hard out here. Mm-hmm. But I, I predict, I predict the album will be good. I think so, too, yeah. I don't think. No, because, like, I have a, like, confirmation bias that, like, 10-track albums are usually, like, good. Like, think about, like, you know, Jesus. Think about, I don't know, a oh, lot of 10-track albums are so good for some reason. Like, it's, like, precise and, like, I don't know. Like, I'm looking forward to no, it. No, I do feel, I, I do, like, a 10-track album a lot. However, mm-hmm. I do not think the marina is going to be serving us Yeezus with this product. Well, yeah, okay. Well, no, but I, I get what we'll you meant. I get when you found in. Mm-hmm. I do too. Can you? Okay, imagine if like all of these singles had been like little tricks, and then she comes out and drops like Marina's Yeezus. Oh. <laughs> I want that. And I know she like chocolate. Mar- she get no, more okay. Mm-hmm. Now I want to see Marina cover Cockerins. I want that. On site. And let Arca, yeah, produce it. Yes, I want I, I need it. By the way, Azealia teased again that she's going to release Fantasy 2 this summer, quote unquote. It's not going to happen. Let's see. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I have been standing Azealia Banks for 11 years. I'm going to tell you it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> no. Especially if it's Fantasy 2, it's not going to happen. Or Business and it's Pleasure. Not gonna That's not going to happen either. No. Young no, Rapunzel no, 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 no. 2 was shouldn't. camp. That was camp. Young Rapunzel 2 is a classic. <laughs> on the low. Fag, fag, fag. Fag on the low. No, it's gay, gay, it's gay. It's gay. Oh, right, right. Gay. David's projecting. Gay, gay, gay. I'm projecting. Gay, on the low. <laughs> gay, gay, gay. I gay love when she just screams on Young Rapunzel 2. Like, just oh, yells yeah. and, like, yeah. lets it all out. Mm-hmm. Marina, when will you? Speaking of weird albums. Oh, God. Uh-huh. I don't like art pop. I don't think it's a yes wig slate that people say it is. Okay. Okay. So, I will briefly sum up my thoughts on this, is that I didn't like art pop when it came out because I was kind of turned off of Lady Gaga because I was in my social justice era and I didn't like the burka stuff. <laughs> wow. Oh, I forgot she did that. That was fucked. Because <laughs> now the now this song you know, the song's called Aura now. But before that it, it was, was called Burka Swag. Yes. Yeah. It was Burka Swag. <laughs> and now I think it's kind of camp. Like I kind of it love is. it. However I love it. I listened back to the album, and I like the general direction of it. I like a lot of songs independently. Mm-hmm. But when I was, like, sober, listening to it in the rain with my umbrella, like, running errands, I felt really uncomfortable. It's not for that. Yeah, I, no, our pop is for, like, you have to, like, like, put, like, time aside to listen to it and doing nothing. I, 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 clicked, I clicked play on it last night. I think I messaged you, Zach. Did I? Uh-huh. When I was drunk? You did. Yeah. And I was like, I think I kind of like it because I was drunk. And then this morning, <clears throat> I was actually still drunk, but I still clicked play on it. Um, mm. 
but it wasn't like the fresh drunk it was like you know the afterbirth drunk um and i was like oh this is noise um it's not it's just okay no it's not uh, maybe i take back what i said earlier what gets me mad is this whole ahead of its time argument because it was so of its time it was actually like late to the trend because Kylie had done the EDM album, <clears throat> Madonna had done MDNA the year prior, so Gaga doing like an EDM album with like EDM producers was not ahead of its time at all, and a lot not. of it has aged. Um, it's fun. Sex Dreams is fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Sex Dreams too. Sex mm-hmm. Dreams is great. Our lovers quarrel. <laughs> and that iTunes festival performance, oh, chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think the thing that kind of is insulting to this album is that Goo Goo has retrospectively tried to write it off as, like, an album that she hates and is, like, has forgotten about recording from all of her, like, coke and, like, her... And her de- yeah, her trauma and how depressed she was. And it's like, it actually kind of works in favor of the app, like the album to imagine her being like on the brink of suicide, like gun in her mouth as she's like singing like swine. <laughs> she was though. Do you remember how she was insane that air? Remember the flying dress or like Gaga in space? Yeah, the dress the that goes 20 feet forward and then insa- stops. Paul, she was insane. Or the swine performance where she has, like, that woman, like, vomiting on her. Barfing on her. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, my little, like, uh, what is it, activist, like, social justice, I was like, okay, this is triggering for, like, the eating disorder community. But now I'm looking back, I'm like, it's not that She's bad. She's promoting anorexia. Right. <laughs> Bulimia, not anorexia. <laughs> I would know. Oh, oops. I'm a psychologist. Oh, oh, you were a <laughs> therapist. <laughs> No She's kidding, a trained, but, yeah. cer- certified therapist. Not certified. I do wish that people could, like, commit to album promotion in the same way and, like, go so balls to the walls with, like, ridiculous nonsense throw-up and flying dresses. And it's, like, definitely of its time. And even though mm-hmm. I found it kind of, like, embarrassing when it, it was, was coming out, I now... It, yeah, it was a humiliation. Well, right. Katie did it for Witness with that Big Brother bullshit. And that was also humiliating. Yeah. That was so humiliating. When I lo- when she discovered the concept of cultural appropriation live on her Big Brother feed, like, I oh. didn't know that make that doing blackface is bad, but I, I right. was told by friends around me that it's bad. Like, girl. I didn't <laughs> Which know. Which appear to sink yeah. in deep enough because we still got the Katy Perry blackface shoe. Wait, oh. wait, wait, wait. But I want to have this conversation. Especially now that we have a, a person of color and gangbang, Nipao. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've I've talked to my boyfriend about this too, because okay, um, cultural appropriation when it comes to well, wait, the quote unquote concept of cultural appropriation when mm-hmm. it comes to a lot of the time, uh, Asian aesthetics. Mm-hmm. My experience, especially when it comes from, like, um people culturally appropriating Thai things from Mm -hmm. what my boyfriend has said at least it's like it's actually been a positive experience like oh my god look there's us and not Mm -hmm. and not the shaming 
Does that make sense? So, from what I know, you know, being Thai and also like uh, like seeing like Japanese friends, like because I have a lot of Japanese friends, uh, we are mm-hmm. on the same page in that like when we see like farangs, like celebrities or any farangs at all, like dress up in our clothes and stuff, we're like. Oh my god, looks so good on you. We love that. Yeah, wear this, wear that. Like, put this on. You know, we're kind of like, we love sharing. But mm. I don't know. For me, like, I do feel that way too. Like when Gaga put on like our traditional headdress in the Bangkok. Yeah, concert, yeah, I, I like, remember that. Yeah, with her bikini, I was like, yes. And then she received Madonna like a backlash. Yeah. Uh huh. And then she received like a backlash the next day. Like, oh, like. You know that's like a sacred thing, and then she put it on with her bikini. It's like not right. No, but so but that was that, not... w- that w- the <laughs> conversation though wasn't really cultural appropriation. It was the fact that she wore it with the bikini. Yeah, the disrespect. So it was more that thing. it was like she she like did it, she did it wrong. Yeah, and I'm kind of on the same page like with them because like, I don't like the sexualization. Like I think when we do it, I think it's cam and we can do it. But mm. when Farang's do it, it's cringy and it's like you know play. It's like it makes. You know, like men with fetish for Asian women, like yeah. go crazy. And I don't want that. Like, so like, yeah, but don't. Yeah, don't... So I think a lot of like um <laughs> stuff when it comes to cultural appropriation is that like it is like innately cringy. You know, like there is it like is. a is like seeing a white well, person yeah, because... like do that kind of stuff can just like be embarrassing, and it's like. I don't know. It's just it's like if you're doing it in the right way, it won't be embarrassing. You know what I mean? Yeah, can like, you ever do? I don't know. I just always feel like a lot of the time, from my experience as a white man, mm-hmm. as a colonizer, from my experience, <laughs> a, a lot of the anger usually towards cultural appropriation is always from the diaspora and not from the actual people from the countries that are being culturally appropriated. Yeah, usually like, it's the Twitter stands a lot that of my are like, Jap- decide exactly, that like a lot of my Japanese offensive. friends. Whenever people like when even when Katie wore that kimono, people were like yesing and yes godding. Yeah, and then yeah. The diaspora in America was like, "Oh my God, I am being mm-hmm. silenced and oppressed." Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. I will say the Japanese people, especially, do not give a fuck because uh, they just see the coin, baby. Right. Exa- Hello. <laughs> they don't have the understanding like, of like co- cultural appropriation because, like, they do the same thing like to other cultures. Like, they be taking from others. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like they just see it as like outfits and like. Like just they see it as outfits. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, d- Japanese Japanese people. Uh, um. <clears throat> so um. Uh, <laughs> yes, David, speak about Japanese people. <laughs> no, I want to hear no, this. What, speak on it. <laughs> I, I just too. really, I really have to pee. So I think uh, we should we should take a break. Okay, me too. Oh, nice, a good escape, David. Nice little uh, <laughs> escape hatch there. I don't know what you're talking about. I think about. Japanese people. I have to pee. <laughs> Guns? Anyway, okay. I really do have to pee. I'll see you in a second. Oh, you like white liquor? Okay. <laughs> Even my liquor is racist. <laughs> I don't know, like, is it, I don't know, what do you call it? I've never had it. Oh, it's literally, uh, well, we, looks- can, uh, we can talk about it on the pod if you want. It's, it's literally like. Well, how about we just say that we already started recording, which is, we're back in. 
Oh, we're back. Oh, wait. Three, two, one. No, we're already back in. You don't need to count. Just uh, yeah. just edit in from you uh, talking about the the Taigo that you were just speaking. Oh, God. Oh, God. Anyway, Lao Pao is basically like... I like to... The smell and the taste is like wood varnish. Is it like... Okay, so I'm reading. Is it like rice uh, liquor? Like made from it's rice? Like, it's a... Yeah, it's quote... Oh, so it's like Nihonshu. It's like sake. Yeah, but it will literally make you go blind. Oh, God. Okay. Moonshine. It has... Yeah, it's it's Thai moonshine. It's about 40%, which is the same level as as vodka or gin. But Mm -hmm. I guess the the way it's treated, which is very rough, which is why you can get a bottle for 40 baht, (laughs) which is about a dollar. So for the price of one beer in America, you can get (laughs) a 40% wood varnish. And it literally smells like wood varnish. And even the bottle looks like wood varnish. I'm, I was gonna say it looks gnarly, like this is. It looks gnarly poison. and it tastes terrible. You, I mix. I used to mix it with juice, like <sighs> orange juice. And when I say it will make you forget who you are, oh jeez, I mean it. I believe you. But that sounds like fun. Yeah. When you Zach, when you come to Thailand and you you'll finally get to meet us, you'll know. <laughs> We'll I can't wait. Now. When the the gangbang live in Thailand coming oh. um twenty twenty three is gonna be the best episode of all time. If we're still friends also like, with each other by <laughs> then. We'll die. <laughs> I don't know how this podcast is going. We might not be friends by the end of this episode. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. how we feel every week. I, you know it's our six months anniversary next week. Oh, of gangbang? I feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to anyway. say, you guys did a great job. You did a great job. You know. Considering. David, I encourage you to listen back to the um, uh, audio in between when we were recording because uh, Nipao and I were talking shit on gangbang. <laughs> were you talking shit oh. about me? I was being nice. No, no. Just how the... Uh, no, I mean, one time I was... Uh, I forgot who it was with. Maybe it was with Vanessa. Um, I didn't realize that David could hear us, and I was calling him a baby, and that he didn't know how to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was there. No, but I was there for that. You were literally just too drunk to remember. <laughs> oh, David. And uh, um, love you. <laughs> we love what you. What did y'all say? David, I love you. That's what I just said right now. That's all that counts. I have pictures of you being a fad bitch at 18. I can publish those. With <laughs> she found my senior pictures. I didn't find them. I will send them. Oh. By who? Ava? I wouldn't know. Oh, I don't God. remember. I have... Who sent you the pictures? Was it Ava? I found yeah, them well, Oh, no, no, no. Are you covering up? Are you covering I up? Found, I found the pictures myself. I, I don't really you. trust your skills at being able to do anything that well. No, I, I'm not covering up. Them to you? I really did find them myself because you told me if you Google me, you'll find the uh-huh. fat pictures. And I Googled you and I found the fat pictures. Ava didn't send them. She's <laughs> safe. Don't worry. 
But to be fair, you also did say that I didn't look that fat in the pictures. Yeah, but then they came up today when I was trying to put, because I put them on my tablet. So when I was choosing the picture for the group chat today, and then they popped up, and I was like, oh, shit, she was fat. Chunky. Oh. <laughs> I I was I was a heavy girl in high school and the best part about titties, it was that it all went right to my stomach. Wind. I don't know about the titties, okay? I didn't have like oh, I know about or the anything, titties. I had a I'm not Olivia Lux, okay? Oh, her titties are swinging in the wind. <laughs> Pendulous. Um so I guess I should explain why we earnestly brought Nepal on the show tonight it's because mm-hmm. I'm a big J-pop fan as I have yes, been since are. I was a teenager mm-hmm. and so are you and yes, David I knows am. really nothing about the genre at all so we're going to kind of school him in J-pop today Yeah class in session Let's go I so Okay so I made me... a playlist called J-poop for fat monkey because that's all David uh, <laughs> represents to me or anyone. Fat monkey. I want to go back to monkey. So I gave him some feed. Mm-hmm. I gave him some feed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I my goal with the playlist I made for him was to create a, a playlist that shows a small smattering of the uh, most classic J-pop hags being mm-hmm. Ayumi Hamasaki mm-hmm. and Ami Namuro and mm-hmm. Utari Hikaru and Kodokumi and um, two samples of Grandma Pringles. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, but before we get in here, what David thought about the best medium of music of all time, I want to know how you, Nipao, got into J pop. Me? Um, uh huh. Yeah, okay. So this goes back to 2008. I remember uh, watching MTV Thailand or Channel V Thailand, one of those, you know, music. Uh, Channel V, oh my god! Yeah, you remember it? Oh my god! Yes. Yeah, Channel V Thailand. It was a, just for Asia only. I think I don't think you guys have it in like the states or I don't know. But it's like our MTV. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's like knockoff MTV, I guess. But um, it's more I like VH1, having... to be honest. It it plays more than VH1 <laughs> type. We didn't, yeah, we just didn't have that. It off so. completely, yeah. Yeah, we just have Channel V. And uh, I remember having to pee so bad. And then Nami Amuro, Baby Don't Cry, came on. And I was like, oh, she's pretty. Let me take a look. And then, like, at that point, I only knew Utara because, you know, everybody knows Utara. Uh, everybody but I was like, knows. Oh, That's right. Okay. Baby, come back it. to me. I'll be everything. Thai people love that song. <laughs> but, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> was I was huge watching. huge backup, though. Don't you remember? You were there, right? Mm-hmm. I was there. It was everywhere. everywhere. It was everywhere. Baby, come back to me. No, I that album, it was getting promoted. You need. Like, the interview of like of her promoting, like, it was getting played, like, so many times on, on Channel V. Like, I watched it so many times because, like, that's all they play. It's just, like, my new album, this is the one coming out. <laughs> like, okay, cool. But anyway, yeah, I was watching Nami and I was like... Oh my god, that song was like five minutes and a half, and me being like intrigued by her and needing to pee, and I don't know, like that's why I have such a vivid like memory because I remember being in pain and just like you know want to go to the use like the bathroom, but I just want to see this through. Like this song is so good, I just want to see to the end, and it just kept going on and on and on, and I love every minute of it. But I was in pain, but finally, yeah, not J-pop being a traumatizing experience for you. A little bit, but, but that's yeah, how... Yeah, it's very on-brand for gangbang. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but that's how I remember. Like, I, I remember. You are like, a therapist telling people this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My own personal trauma. Yeah. But. So then how did your relationship with J-pop develop from there? Like, how did you end up, like, sticking around with it for so long? So thanks to the internet and amuronami.com uh, slash forums. That's. Was my, oh. That was my Twitter. Yeah, that Remember was my... Remember forums? Forums used to be so exactly. fun. Exactly. Like the fan sites, the forums, mm. before social media. That, that was that was social media. That was before Facebook took over. Amen. You know, so... We are yeah, like, old. Yeah. <laughs> we're hacked. But anyway, and that's where oh. I met my mutual, like my long-time mutual uh, at Evil Thought 666. We've been friends for that long. We met on that website in 2008. Oh, I love him. We love him. We love Queen Queenie. Uh, shout out to her. Um, but yeah, I didn't speak English back then. I was like 14, learning English on the forums, literally, and YouTube videos and two-pack of Wait, Kanye you lyrics. didn't go to international school? No, I didn't. I went to a Thai school, uh-huh. the palace school. Uh-huh. Oh, the palace school? Yeah. <laughs> but that's all I can say. Not gonna yeah, comment. Not, not gonna comment. I, not I gonna comment go on it. Home. So anyway. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess for me, my journey is that I I actually also fell in love with J-pop because of TV, and I mm-hmm. um saw Easy Breezy on VH1 when I was in middle school, and it instantly fell in love with Utada, and then Wait, I kind of was crazy. pretty they into her for VH1 a while, the but States. then I, I yeah, they did. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't really they didn't really do um this is the one and songs from that album so much, but they they're really pushing for Utada back in uh like Exodus era mm-hmm. and uh because the album was like well, so you were experimental what, and aggressive it like never really popped off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You were like 7? No, I was like 11, honey. Let's relax. <laughs> no, no, no. Exodus is 2004. You were literally not even 10. Oh, I was nine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Because I used to watch. Yeah, I used to watch VH1 before I went to school in the morning. Hmm. That's how I discovered Evanescence. Y'all want to know how I got oh. into into Utada? I think I said it before in the pod. Yeah. Mhm. Please. The only reason I know who Utada is because remember when <clears throat> iTunes used the iTunes Store used to do that thing where they would drop. Every Tuesday, it would be a free song, a free music um, video, and, like, a free episode of a TV show, right? I don't remember this. Well, they used to do that. I do. Oh. And so, <laughs> Baby Come baby come Back to Me uh-huh. was the free video of the week. And I was oh. like, oh, I like this. Mm-hmm. And then I saw her album. This is the one at the store, and I bought it, like, 300 baht or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, after yeah. school, I went and bought it. And then I, I really liked it. Um, and so then I bought Exodus. But apart from that, and that all happened within the span of, like, a month. And then I never got into her Japanese music until about a few months ago when Zach told me to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rightfully but so. But because in, in Thailand, like... like Thailand mm-hmm. loves K-pop at least. Like, yes. so many of my friends loved. Like, I, I mean, because I'm geriatric. A lot of my <laughs> friends. I mean, when I was in Singapore, it was all mm-hmm. about Rain, 
It was rain, 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 rain. Yes, and rain and boa. Talk, yeah. It was all about 21. It was 21 and girls' generation. Super junior. Um, um, super junior. Big bang. But it, like J-pop, J-pop, it wasn't really that um, part of the conversation, culturally. No, it was at not. At least in no. my circles. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, and currently J-pop kind of sits in a place because you know K-pop is having its big renaissance where everyone has you know their obsession with BTS or what have you. But J-pop is a kind of like for weird Did you people say and BTS? nerds, basically. No, I said the like, K-pop. I was talking about how oh, okay. K-pop was is very popular right now, but J-pop is not. It's for weird people, basically. The outcast. Thank you. Even though BTS releases music in J- Japanese too, asshole. Right. So, so, sorry. <laughs> Fuck you. I think it's funny. J-pop right now, I feel, I mean, as an outsider, so I'm not into the hag circle, really. But I, I am aware of it because uh, a few people on my on my Twitter are mm-hmm. part of the hag community. Um, it, it, it's, it feels like it's having that, what, uh, what's her name? Sade? Is that how you say it? Saturday. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like what she's doing with like a couple of randos just remember that she existed. So now it's like cool to like her again. And like they feel so indie and cool liking her when like, um, like everybody knows who she is. Um, so I feel like a, a lot of the J-pop people in, in my circle at least are like that where like it's kind of. Oh my god, I know this artist, and I like this artist, and I'm so cool for liking this artist, and I'm, like, this artist sold 50 million records. <laughs> like, you didn't discover, you didn't just discover, like, the new, the next Sophie, honey. It's fine. Well, but for Westerners, they really do think that they did, because there's virtually no presence of Japanese pop music in the West outside of Kairi Pamu Pamu. Uh, yeah, literally. Yeah, like, in America, like, people don't listen to J-pop in the way they listen to Korean pop music or anything else. It's, like, it is really for random people who were, like, on Tumblr, like, 10 years ago and, like, (laughs) for freakazoids on Twitter. And now, like, some of the idol groups in Japan have, like, their own, like, cult following and stuff. But, like, HAG, J-pop girls was, like, very much a forum moment. And, like, now it's, like, kind of the the remnant fallout on Twitter. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, they have casual stands, like anime watchers, like, you know, they Mm -hmm. watch and listen to the soundtracks, but that's pretty much it. Which is why Utada got so big. That's why she's, like, an A-list Because of Kingdom Hearts, in America anyway. Let's not get it twisted, because she was... She was huge in Japan from the beginning of her career, but Oh, no, no, um, no, 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 that's not what... That's not what I meant. I meant that... Utada's name permeates the culture. ESL is failing us again. No, that's not what I meant. I meant her name permeates the, the like stand culture, like cult culture, because she's actually like oh, a legit, okay. well-known name because of her work mm-hmm. with um, Kingdom Hearts and uh, whatever. Like people, people know of her at least. Mm-hmm. Elton John yeah. did. So yes, um, before yes. we continue prattling off about stands forever. Uh, we should go through each of these artists and talk about our impressions a little bit. I think. Can I? Yeah. Can I? Can I say what my first impressions were from the playlist y'all gave me? Sure. Yeah. So let's go through them <laughs> artist by artist. Okay. Did not like a Yumi. So the first. Oh. Okay. So she was the first one I put on. 
Hamasaki Ayumi. Now, tell me why you didn't like her. Well, okay, so her voice was so thin, it felt like she was growing a hemorrhoid and about to pop a vein every time she sang. It, it, mm-hmm. it was like that. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like, okay. And, like, it all felt like rule girl music. None of it felt like actual song. It just felt so camp to the point where it wasn't. But, like, it wasn't, like, camp because, like, she thought she was having fun. Like, she gave me the impression that she was, like, the moment. And I did not like it. It was bad. I did not like it. Mm-hmm. I think that's I, I all a very song. good reading saved, of her. I saved, yeah. I, I clicked save on Party Queen. Not because it's an exceptionally amazing song <laughs> or anything. But it's just so bad. It's almost I good. can't believe oh. Party Queen is the one you picked. No, but right. it's terrible. It's fucking terrible. So I clicked like because I'm like, maybe I'll listen to it when I'm drunk or whatever. Mm. I am the party queen. Oh, God. No, but her... I am the party queen. Like, I can... <laughs> every time she sang, I just pictured the nodules in her throat, like, about to burst. Okay, so for context about who she is, Ayu is, mm-hmm. like, one of, like, the... I'm not going to say now, because that's just not true anymore at all. <laughs> like, she's a laughing stock now. But she when she began her career, she was a really prominent force in Japanese pop music. And I think the highest selling female soloist of all time in Japan. For some reason. For some reason. Yeah, for, for some... Is she what, still over Utada? She sold more than Utada, yeah, she right? Is, but... she, 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 she sold more records. Yeah, like... she, she did. Yeah. And the reason is that she put out, like... 4,000 fucking albums. Like, she just, like, crapped out, like, an album, like, every seven months for her whole career until, like, her, she started going deaf, and, like, now her role has slowed. <laughs> but, like, I can she tell. was... Party queen! She was, like, really kind of, like, one of the, the big, like, gyaru. Like, she did, like, a lot of, like, the, the tanning, like, kind of, like, mm-hmm. dirty Harajuku girl kind of look, like, big you know, 25 eyes. years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she was like a, a big cultural moment when she released and for a while she really um kind of endured but as her career went on she kind of started sinking into these like procedurally generated crap albums and she hasn't made a good song in about 15 years. Wow. Mhm. I agree. I agree. I, I, I agree. <laughs> And she, her voice is unbearable. Unbearable. <laughs> it was... I, okay. Was nails it, on I, the chalkboard. Mm-hmm. I messaged you guys when you first sent me the playlist and I was live messaging you guys. And I said, her voice is so thin. She sounds like she's about to explode a hemorrhoid. Like, no, yeah. For real. Ugh. There is definitely, like, in the 90s, there was kind of a trend in Japanese pop music of, like, girls, like, singing at, like, a... It get kind of in a falsetto and like doing that like wispy thing, mm-hmm. and oh, it I mean, permeates it all feels, of their careers. But yeah, it feels very. I feel like a lot of Japanese singers do that. Also in Thailand, a lot. It's a lot of the, like. How can um, I explain it? As like that half talk singing. Uh, maybe like newer Thai. Yeah, they they do. But like I listen yeah, to old school of, stuff, in, and we never used to do that. Thai bands do that, where it's like they can't sing, so they do that like. <laughs> oh my! Okay. He loves the liquor more than his pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Baby Rex out of this. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I, I kind of have like a respect for Ayu because she is like kind of like a working horse. <laughs> I admire her <laughs> as a person. Shady. Like, I, I cannot talk shit about her no, as a person her. at all. But her music no. is like no heart, no. But I love her as a person. No. If that yeah, makes I sense. So, and so I feel before... kind of bad for her and how. Wait, I'm not quite done, David. Give me one more oh. moment because okay. she. Th- I want to tell you about how her career has ended up. And she wrote a really scuzzy memoir that, like, the entire country, like, frowned upon and kind of, like, pointed and laughed at. And then they adapted it into a TV show, and she was a laughingstock, like, for everybody for, like, six months. I didn't know that. And, like, at work, my coworkers would, like, come and, like, talk to me about the episode, and, like, they were, like, laughing, discussing, like, the portrayal of, like, the hell that IU went through to become a star. Like, she's, like, a camp joke now. Aw, I don't feel bad. And she's the highest selling artist <laughs> of all time in Japan. Yeah, but she really fell the fuck off, David. Like she did. It, it was over. She's going out sad, like Katy Perry. I've been saying this. Yeah. <laughs> and I really, I really like a lot of her old stuff. Actually, like I, I think "Love Appears" and "Duty" are both like pretty cool albums, and she does like a lot of interesting songwriting stuff. Um, but you understand but Japanese? Hate... Do, you, do you think somebody like me that doesn't speak a lick would would enjoy them just sonically? I don't enjoy them. I okay. like those first two albums. I respect them. I don't like her. Hmm. No, be, because as somebody who somebody. Who doesn't speak a word of Japanese except Ichini Sanzi? Oh my um, god. Oof, rough. <laughs> uh, Continue. Ouch. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the, I remember that in high school, everybody was like, yeah, I can learn Japanese. And then oh, no. all they would do is do the motion of itching their knees and it was like, Ichini. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that was an overseas family school <laughs> in Singapore. I don't want to hear about your them. racist Singaporean For... co-students anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Singapore is racist. Where were you going with that, David? What I was going with is, as for somebody, because I this is my first experience, <laughs> except for Utada, to a lot of them. So I don't speak a word of Japanese, so all I got for them was the... The expression, the delivery, and mm-hmm. the instrumentals, Feeling, yeah. and the beat, and everything. Um, mm-hmm. Because I don't know what the fuck they're saying. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but, uh, what's her name? Ayumi Hamasaki. Ayu? Yeah, she did not send mm-hmm. out for me. It was flat. Um, it's it's a no for me. Yeah, it's a hard no. Like, I think I'm uh, I'm kind of known for being an anti-Ayumi person in, the, like, in this corner of Twitter now. And I'm proud. <laughs> in the hack community. Yeah, they know that Nipao is like anti IU, and I want to use this podcast opportunity to spread my propaganda. Drag her. (laughs) So thanks for that. (laughs) I, I, yeah, she's camp. Um, I, I think she is like a nice songwriter, but you know, if you don't get it, and even if you do, I don't know if uh, the career is really so impressive. Gays still love her. They still love her. Of course they do. Speaking of. Uh, speaking of IU uh, yeah. aunties, um, so wh- who I did like, and I didn't know this was a thing before. Before um, now, uh, I love Nami. So Nami, is there Nami. like is there like some <laughs> Gaga match? Uh, it's three words. Nami. <laughs> Nami. 
Namie, what? Because a Nami, Nami is a wave. Right, like you have to say the e, the, the, e, yeah. like Nami e. Nami e. Yeah. Good job. Amuro Nami e. Okay. But no, I was getting call shamed. Her, the colonizer is getting shamed. No, okay. <laughs> Everyone My white voice is being silenced. Time, so that's what I do too. Um, Wait, what did so, what did Zach say? All the people here basically just call her Amuro-chan. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, Japanese people say Amuro-chan. So I, I have to, I tend to call her that too. It's very cute. So mm-hmm. what what was your impression of her, David? No, I liked her. Her music was diverse, and she had mm-hmm. uh, it it felt like it was expressive. Yes, something that I didn't. I didn't get from and um, something that Ayumi Hamasaki fans disagree with. They think she is not expressive. They think she's bored when she sings. They think her music is like she. They think she's robotic and monotonic. What? Compl- yeah, somebody that comes from a totally fresh experience totally disagree. Yeah, I'm not making this up. That's what they've been saying. They have one joke. Ayumi Hamasaki fans have one joke: is that Namiya is like a robotic performer and. She doesn't write anything. She doesn't do anything. She's like J-Lo of Japan, even though okay, Japan crowned her as Madonna the, the, of She Japan. doesn't write anything. Maybe is that She true? does. She did. She did. And oh, she okay. would... She, she does a little. A little. And she was some, like, okay. Oh, but um, Ayumi, she does she write name. her own stuff? She was just like yeah, she does on some tracks. So we don't oh. know if it's her. She credit, like, hmm. yeah. She didn't credit herself. Yeah. It was, yeah, the thing is, is that, I mean, it's all, if, if you so really Ayumi, care specifically Okay, so about, now, now I'm getting this. Oh. Tell me tell me if I make sense. So okay. Ayumi is actually the Christina. And okay, Na- let's, let's slow our roll. Is the Britney. Oh. Where, like, she's technically better, but it's not because of her. Oh. Ayumi ha- doesn't have no, the, no, no, no. the vocal okay, range, I'll- though. We we have to we have to put a whole stop to this really quick because I have to <laughs> make some clarifying comments. Okay. <laughs> so Ayu is a songwriter. Her songs aren't that great, and no. the, the the thing is that she doesn't write any of the melodies or anything really. It's like that she gets her produced Words. stuff handed to her, and then she co-writes them with someone else most of the time. Mm. Amuro does not really write that much of her career at all. So she's but Rihanna. The difference to me. I mean, sure, but the, I don't know if it's even worth making a comparison because, like, the sheer star power and the cultural roles of these people are so different. Because mm-hmm. Ayu fell out and became a laughing stock. Mm-hmm. However, as Amuro, it's karma. <laughs> Amuro had a, a really successful career. Was like really mm-hmm. deeply respected by the entire country was probably like even though she wasn't technically selling more of like you know the 400 variations of remix eps that like ayu was doing all the time like she mm-hmm. had probably like the most prophylic role in japanese like pop music at the time and Period. she respectfully even chose over to Tata? retire and when she did mm-hmm. uh, yes for sure no doubt about it mm-hmm. wow yeah, and now we'll we'll get on to why I think what I think about Utada's role is like a hag like later. But like mm-hmm. when Amuro chose to retire, it was like a cultural moment. Like people like I got to Japan just as she was about to embark on her like farewell tour and stuff and like as she was retiring it? it was like a huge national moment. Yeah, like Okinawa has like this huge like thing because that's where she's from and I believe mm-hmm. they have like a Nami Amuro month or something. It's not official, but like fans do it or whatever it's like a huge thing it's like she's like a political vigor or something 
you know, when she left. Like, yeah. it meant because a lot to, uh, to, to, to the people. You know, exactly, because Amuro was able to, like, catalyze Japan in a way to, like, where she was a star and, like, had the star power and was, like... Mm-hmm. She had the the talent and the image and the sensibility about her image to create that kind of career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she doesn't like... Ayu ran herself into the ground screaming. Exactly. Like, Namiya left at her peak. Like, she knew when it's like, okay, my job here is done. Mm-hmm. You know? And she has 12 albums, which yeah. is like 12 studio albums, which is like not a lot compared to Kodakumi or, you know, Ayumi. But like where she lacks in quantity, she made up in quality. You know, I yes. mean, it is twelve albums for a career is pretty much twenty five years Western standard. Twenty five years, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Madonna was has been around for forty years, and she has like fourteen. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, yeah. When you put it like that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I well, I you love know, when listening... people make comparison. Oh, go ahead. No, I said from a Western standard, not. Uh, that's, no, no, that's I just said go I said. ahead. I, I, no, I said I just I just love hearing you guys talk so passionately about this. Uh, something that I, <laughs> I I don't know and um, okay, but I will say out of all of the hags that you made me listen to, the one that I did find the like the one that I knew if I dove into it I would most enjoy was of course um, Nami. Yeah. Nami. Yeah. Nami. Yeah. <laughs> But the one that came, uh, uh, first of all, the Kumi, that mm-hmm. W face, uh, sorry, Kumi. face, that song, yes. like, him, like, I was playing the playlist and I was like, yes, bitch, yes, bitch, yes, bitch, <laughs> slay. I was like, who is this? What? Slay. <laughs> um, but the one that actually piqued my interest the most was uh, Sheena Ringo. Oh, I love oh, Sheena. Oh, no. I like Sheena. Okay. I don't we'll stand. T- we'll get- but. I like Sheena Ringo too. Yeah, we'll get y'all don't her. like her. We'll She's get, my yeah. favorite. <laughs> you you send this playlist to me, and then you don't uh, like the David. We'll get on to it. Sheena is at the end of the playlist. We still have several artists to cover. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there's still work to be done. Okay, so we love Amuro. Mm-hmm. I think she is really the talent star of Japan. Next is Kodakumi. Mm-hmm. I like Koda. I don't know like how to describe her, her well, but I like her. I yeah. think I think okay, so I I liked her of, oh, because if if you hadn't put the double face song on, I would not have cared about her. Okay. She's oh, yeah. the not other, for the other two album. songs mm-hmm. I didn't care for, but it was that yes bitch yes bitch yes bitch <laughs> slay. That sold me. Okay. I was like, okay. She, like Ayu, is also kind of, like, washed up now. But, yeah, um, but... And she, like, just, like, fumbled, like, several albums in a row and, like, isn't even selling one of them to, like, Westerners. Like, it was, like, only available through her fan club and stuff. Like, she is purely a novelty act at this rate. However, mm-hmm. there was a period towards, like, 2018, 2016 or something like that where she... Oh, I think it was about 2016 when she did the Double Face album mm-hmm. and... She thought she was going to have her career revival, and she did that Double Face album and, like, reinvented herself. Um, before, she was, like, known as being, like, um, you know, kind of a similar, like, pop starlet as, like, Amro or whatever. But she was, like, very much on the sexy side of things. Mm-hmm. So she has, like, really racy, horny performances. Mm-hmm. And um, out of all of the J-pop hags, she's the only one who's been able to keep her husband. Yeah, oh. surprisingly. <laughs> not, not surprising. Now, I, yeah, I love husband. that about her. 
Yeah, everyone else divorce. Mm-hmm. Well, Utada was marrying like waiters. Yeah, <laughs> and um, you know, Ayu From dated Italy of all people. places. Yeah, and Amuro has had her uh, journey as well. Ayu and Namie don't have good taste in men. I would say. I'm judging. No, also, I I kind of don't blame Amuro for it because she literally had the most horrifying thing happen to her, like at very 19 early in her career yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, what David, happened? just so you know, this kind of adds a lot of context to her. But when she was like 19 years old, um, her mom was killed by her stepbrother. Is that right? Yeah, like brutally, like beaten to death. Like brutal murder. Yeah, and then he committed suicide. The what a feeling songstress. Yeah. Her mother was beaten to death yeah. by her brother. What a feeling. Yeah. Um, it was um like <laughs> oh, no uncle in law. Yeah, uncle in law. Yeah, yeah. It was like some not super close family member, but he was mentally now unwell that and then uh, is Cam. murdered. And like her the mom. yeah, and like the day of like her mom's passing or murder. Like that was like the day that her single dropped. Like. Respect the power of love. So like, <laughs> oof. She really that is. That's concentration like twenty, right? Hmm. What'd you say? That's yeah, and uh, no, that's fine. I just um, w- that's another thing I think is really admirable about her is that a lot of people think that she's kind of like cold or something, but mm-hmm. she's always been extremely private from the press, and she yes, even without having to like you know have Wait, a lot of narrative one, going on around her Which one is the singer with the that did that mm-hmm. that meme interview with the. I have a secret. If you have a secret, I also have a secret. That's IU. <laughs> That's IU, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. She started learning English because she loves white men. Mm-hmm. Namiya she doesn't know English. She that interview. How, what? Yeah, Namiya doesn't speak I have English. a secret. You have a secret too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, Everybody has a secret. One thing about IU secret. is that she kind of does have a similar, like, Madonna social media presence where she just is posting incoherent nonsense all the time. Yes. I agree. And then I will, her I management say, took her Twitter guys, away from her. You guys made the cardinal mistake of telling me that she actually does write her own material. So, just like BB Rexa or Ava Max, love her or not. I have this extra layer of respect for her now because even though it's terrible, at well, least it doesn't I can matter say, because you can't understand a look at what she's yourself. saying. Yeah, what if the writing is bad it and it is? It's basic. Like Japanese, her Japanese fans find her writing to be basic. It's only the international like fans, like the white gays on Twitter, that think like it's so impressive. It's not. You have a secret. Mm-hmm. I have a secret <laughs> too. <laughs> that's about what her music uh, you know equates to uh, i like kodakumi um i think that her album where she was trying to like uh, reinvent herself as like a gay icon is like amazing camp yes um she's she serves camp but yeah the double face album the the song i showed you which is uh her going yes, yes, bitch, bitch, yes, bitch, yes yes bitch yes bitch yes slay, bitch, slay. that song is on the uh, outside portion of the album but the inside one is only ballads and is unlistenable oh <laughs> it's garbage you can't listen i to haven't it. listened I, to I it stay away but okay it's good to clear. know you outside know is the only thing that's worth listening to at all i like koda kumi but i'm not a big fan of her voice and i don't know like i i'm a vocalist myself like i study um like uh vocals oh, for, five, for five up. years no i did 
I did before I became. No, I know you did, but I'm a just psychologist. Mad. I hate singers. Be- no, because like I am tired of like when she does like the yeah like okay, Miss Kumi, what is happening? <laughs> like okay, Goofy, stop yucking so much. My God, like she has a beautiful voice, but she has to go like yeah. No. <laughs> No, that's such a that's a Japanese sound singing from from what Or the way she sings. Madonna is one of the most expressive pop stars alive. I know. Even Lady Gaga, she can outsing her, but she cannot express herself, pun intended, the way that Madonna <laughs> can. <laughs> She's not okay, me. Okay, so next we need to get on to <laughs> Utada Hikaru. Utada Hikaru. Utada Hikaru. Utada. Hiki. Mm-hmm. Yay. Mm-hmm. Like Apple and okay, Cinnamon. Okay, so... Like Apple Okay, what did you think of the Japanese songs that I sent to you, David? Oh yeah, I like them. But what I want to mm-hmm. talk about is Baby Come Wait, Back to no. Me. Oh, oh my gosh. This is everything. It's gone off the rails. <laughs> I know. I can't Do you see what I have to go through every week? Like he he always like started off like so well and then like an hour passed and this is like <laughs> where, you know, we you have to intervene. Like a psych evaluation has to happen. Oh, David, not the psychiatrist reading my ass. <laughs> I am concerned. I'm this, worried this about you. This this comes from a place of love. <laughs> this happens when I come every back. Time you a are, guest on the show. <laughs> I am not cooking for you. Oh. <laughs> I love you, David. Every single time there's a guest on this show, every time they're like. Like in the second half of the episode, it just turns into me and the guest bullying David. <laughs> Yo, I he really sets himself to be, up to what's up singing. I have to be for real. I swear I won't go uh, smoking you a really? cigarette. I just really have to pee. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll take the I'll take the chance to, and then we're gonna talk about Utada, right, David? Perfect. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Utada Hikaru, it's time for Utada Hikaru. Literally my favorite like J-pop Apple queen of all time. Um, like had one of the best-selling records of all time. Mada! Mada no! Mo shizuka ni honto ni uresai wa. Wakaru? Shizuka ni David o mendoksai honto ni. Did you understand? Shut the fuck up! Period. Okay, what I love about her, number one, is, you know, I, okay, so I, I did tell this story about how we discovered her from uh, the free iTunes video of the day, but then I remember going to uh, the store, and I don't remember the name of that uh, big chain in Thailand of CD stores, uh, if, you, B2S? if you can remember, sorry? B2S? No, no, no! It was. Oh, Graham! Now it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, Boomerang! No, no, not Boomerang. Oh, 
it was it was it was it was just CDs. No 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 movies, no DVDs, it was just CDs. I totally Okay, whatever the it name. was, continue. Anyway, and I saw Utah and I was looking through the CDs because I would do that after school. And mm-hmm. I saw the Exodus CD and I literally just bought it because of the cover. And then okay. now looking back, I remember one of the reasons I was so excited about listening to it because I Wikipedia'd it a decade ago. Mm-hmm. And one of the things on the Wikipedia was Elton John mm-hmm. said that she was going to be the next big star. <laughs> And now mm-hmm. looking back, I was like, what a leech he's doing to her. And like now Rena, which is why I hate Rena. I hate Rita Pennywise. I hate her ass because she is totally just copying. She is the Gaga to Utada's Madonna. That's, okay. Yes. The mat is not matting in my head, but go ahead. Go on. No, I, no, I, I agree I with all of that. And okay, so my... The history behind Utada is that she came out with First Love as uh, her debut record, and it immediately became, um, I think, loved at the time, it, by it was the, way, the best-selling the album in Japanese history. Loved it. What? Oh, yeah. Good stuff. And she became an immediate cultural force. Basically, everybody in the country bought the album just because like, they felt like a cultural need to. And when she came up with her follow-up, Distance, they strategically released it on the same weekend as IU putting out a greatest hits compilation oh. to oh. kind of see who who could uh, sell more records in the weekend. And mm-hmm. can you guess who won? Utana. Utana. That's correct. Thank God. Yes. yes. So, and her, her first two albums, Distance and First Love, which is the music I sent to you, are like kind of like very R&B inspired. And um, she takes on like the role of like a, like a very like vulnerable kind of... Uh, nervous like 16 year old girl which is what she was when she was recording but it's been really fascinating watching her career grow as she's grown from this like singer songwriter and producer doing all this stuff herself into like a much more like fully formed like almost like kate bush or like bjork like level like artist and when what no like um there is an asterisk on everything that her what? father is one of the most well-known musicians, not even in Japan, like in the world, like session Incorrect. musicians or whatever, right? No, the, the the major thing is that her mom was a anchor singer, mm-hmm. right? So it's not like she did did the other two hoes uh, have to hustle? Like she was basically. She is talented, Utada. Like, she's my A+. Like, she's my star on top of the Christmas tree. But there are several asterisks on the whole thing. Okay, but I mean, I don't... I want to attack your horrible, evil little asterisk that just made me want to throw up all over my microphone (laughs) by saying that, yes, all this is true, and she did have, like, resources probably when she was uh, beginning to record, but... When she, her English there, interviews are no... are nasty, they are foul. Like mm-hmm. uh, whenever I what? Google I wasn't done an speaking, English you Utada interview, she comes what is off wrong as like with a you? spoiled brat. David, <gasps> David, you just transitioned away from a totally different. What is wrong with you, you freak? I'm quitting Gang Bang <laughs> right now. This is it. 
Not again. Okay, let's not fight. Let's it. not fight. <laughs> okay. I need a psychologist intervene. Tell him I'm right. <laughs> David, can can you let Zach speak? Yes. And then and we will give you your turn. You know, you get your turn. Okay. Yeah. Then you can have your turn, and you need to use I statements. And what I feel is that I know that. No matter who was putting money into Utada, like, nothing could have engineered the cultural force that happened when First Love came out. Like, that was entirely because of her songwriting and because yes. of her talent. Like, yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. Now you may speak about her English interviews. Monkey. <laughs> monkey have opinion. What Monkey wanted to say was that her English interviews, like... Okay, I think that it's a really uh, it's a really interesting concept because yes, she is Japanese, but even when you watch her interviews, she often talks about the the whole like, oh, um, do I feel Japanese enough? Because I grew up abroad and like uh, mm-hmm. abroad, I don't get praised enough or blah blah blah, whatever. But when you specifically watch her English interviews, she comes off as low key a cunt. Like, she comes oh, yeah. off as, like... A diva, yeah. Yeah, a diva that's, like, better than most. It's, like, I had mm-hmm. an interesting upbringing, and you probably didn't, so why are you even talking to me? Um, I, I, I get that from her, too, actually, yeah. Yeah, she she gives me that, oh, too, too. Which, which is so surprising, which is actually surprising, because yeah. it, it gives Madonna energy, but then Madonna follows it through, but then... Utada goes out and marries a fucking Italian waiter and has babies and a divorce and gets fat and deformed. And Is she fat? Well, she was fat for a while. Oh, um, I don't know. A little bit. She's, She's a little chunky. heavy around her, the exercise. Her legs are hefty. Okay. <laughs> okay. And, and so now for now for her to get back and like, I love the new single from the Evangelion soundtrack. Um, yes. One last kiss. Yes. I love that song. I love that so song. So it 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 it's really fu- it, it's interesting to me as like I don't know. Even though I'm white, as a TCK, <laughs> it's interesting to to k- kind of see how her mind works, and mm-hmm. it feels relatable to me. I feel I I I, mm-hmm. I her presence is relatable to me, even though my dad is not an acclaimed musician. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. a drug addict. Well, okay. Enough of enough of the nar of the what, what's it called when your parents favor you? Narcissism? Favoritism? Nepotism? Oh. No, narcissism. Nepotism. Yeah, nepotism. Enough of the nepotism commentary, please. <laughs> um, but I can't. I can't bear to take it. My heart is already so heavy because I saw a hot guy tonight and it made me really upset. Oh, oh. God! Are you gonna hire another prostitute? No, I'm just gonna. Thrust some bolts into my head or something. Anyway, um, my favorite thing about her English interview presence is that she always, um, she doesn't take it when people are like, "You're like the Britney Spears of Japan," and she's like, <laughs> "Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, why would it. you say such a thing?" <laughs> like, and she's right, and she's so she does right. come off as, as like kind of cunty, but I think she also like just doesn't care about like fame or stardom at all. And even in her Japanese interview, Clearly. she always has like a really put upon like mm-hmm. sour kind of energy yeah. about mm-hmm. it. But it's it's backed up with amazing music. Even if her uh, fraught personal lives with multiple marriages at young ages into Italian bartenders does not suggest as much. Mm-hmm. She's a- she's actually qu- quite messy. 
in a good way though like, in a good yes no no, no. Yeah. Oh, yes yes but um i think okay so this whole episode has been about me being taught about j-pop tags mm-hmm. i feel like zag has to learn about the thai pop tags like thai Wait, we haven't we haven't got to like shina ringo yet though oh i know yeah, she's fine yeah, who, you were so excited cool. to praise mm-hmm. i like shina i do Good for you. I do too. I, like I don't love too. or stand her, but, but I like her. I I love her. I do have some comments because I do Same. feel as if a lot of the gays that like FKA twigs and stuff, like they get a big raging hard on for her because they hear the teacup album and then they <laughs> think that she's like the most innovative musician to ever walk the earth when she is has like in fact for like 15 years like not released a single good album and has been doing nothing but self covers for like literally a decade and also <laughs> is like a weird nationalist <laughs> okay i heard about yes, that yes queen oh she sounds like a queen she's yeah i mean i kind of, the nationalism thing is like kind of funny now i love um, to me fans, yeah she really was advocate she's like die for your country like in a song that she wrote for soccer but now she's like writing um songs for like children's anime movies so um good for her so, okay so i have comments too and first of all people have problems but well, when i say people i mean twitter stands they have problems with her voice the screechy voice mm-hmm. which they don't have that problem with IU for some reason but they do with Sheena but I find that interesting okay so, so I was Sheena, right in my IU comments that's yes that's an issue you that are. people have yes but um wait okay so IU stands they don't mind IU's voice but they do mind Sheena's voice and I find that interesting because Sheena Insane. does it on purpose because like there will be times where she's like and it's normal and then she's like you know like she switched back and forth that was a it's serve just... fuck you you just kind of ate I know, that she just ate us up did yeah. you hear that she just ate up all the gangbang karaoke yeah. i did no you know what i can't wait did you hear me impersonate utara i because i can do that i can imp- i can impersonate lana oh, do, it, do, it, do it do it do it okay give it give it give it give it give it which one which song wait Utara, 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 anything. So, like, I, okay, I, because, like, I, uh, One Last Kiss is my, like, new favorite song of her. I, I've been practicing. Yes, go. Um, uh, I have to get in the, in the box. There's a spot <gasps> in my head. Uh, let me get going. Like, oh, my God. Uh, wait. Is it Wasure Takunai? Is that the lyrics? Wasure Takunai? Yeah, that's takunai? it. Okay. Wasure mm. Takunai Kebo. Something like that. Yeah. Oh my god. I love that song. I know. I made that song going. And I love Come Back to Me. I love this is the one. I love M Flow remix version of Distance. Um, I love. Yes. I love Stay Goal. I did a lip sync to that. I love Stay Goal. I did. I did a. Underrated. I did a lip sync to the Emplo remix of uh, Distance. Ugh. It's divine. And my new thing is Nichikan Dake no Vakons. Vakonsu, yes. Vakons. Featuring Shina Ringo. Shina Ringo, yeah. And, and Shina sounds amazing on that one. No screeching. No screeching Wait, can you, ju- can you just indulge me and do the... Uh, 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 uh. Can you just do that again? From One Last Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm happy. 
Yeah, but Niji Khan is amazing. <laughs> I love that song. You're amazing. Fuck um, you. Now you understand when you Niji when you said like uh, I want to go. Uh... Yes. Nothing. Oh my god. I love, I love that song. Yeah. So on the topic of Sheena, she's amazing on that song. Like the collab is amazing. The video serve. Hello. Her. Very much so. <laughs> um, this leads me into what I have uh, now recounted. When we started the episode, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to remember this topic. I really desperately oh, wanted to bring up, and now I remember. So now I'm going to bring it up and. Okay. As you said, Utara Hikaru has uh, been imitated but not surpassed by a certain artist by the name of Rina Sawayama. Derivative oh, of J-pop, top, not Pennywise. J-pop, UK pop. Water down, and, J-pop. Uh, this week, she released her Ugh. collaborative single with Elton John. Okay, I have something to say. Pedophile Elton John. I have something to say about this too, but you go first. Somebody goes first. No, you go first. You're our guest, baby. Oh, okay. So, yeah, like, um, we established that I don't, like, we don't like Shows and Family as a song. I think it's, a like, not even myth. It's, like, bad. It's, like, cheesy. Um, but I guess, you know, the, Forced. like, it's for, I, I don't guess, even know the song. Children. I don't like her. No, I think she wrote it for children in a closet. You know, like the LGBT, the young LGBT who needed to hear something like that. And I guess that's sweet and nice, uh-huh. but the song is not hitting. And when I heard that she's going to put Elton <laughs> on it, I'm like, um, okay, I have hope. I think he's going to improve it because I like that classic male voice. Like anytime a pop girl collab with like somebody from my dad's, like, you know, when he was young, <laughs> like, like somebody from my like dad's like age, <laughs> I get excited. Like when Kesha like collab with Iggy Pop, I love that. When Gaga collab with anyone that's like, you know, who was it that played the guitar on you and I performance? Mick Jagger, Rolling Stones? I don't know. But I get excited. So I was like, oh, Elton, he's going to save the song. And he he kind of didn't. He didn't. No, baby, you have to learn to hate Helton. There is no love for him. I, but, I, but I do love his voice. Your song is, I love your song. I sang that at my sister's wedding. And she got a divorce, but, but I sang no, exactly, I did, I, exactly. I sing it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But no, I love your song. I think your song is such a good song. I don't like Ugh, the song. I like Candle. Rocket I like Man. That one. That's fine. Period. And I love the soundtrack for Lion King. I think he did a great job on that. So I think I think he was whatever. Anyway, Zach, what was your point? <laughs> oh, this song is absolutely awful and is a sign of cultural rot, and we should all be fearing for what music brings us to in the future. Yeah, I think I think Rita Pennywise should kill herself. You go first. She'll she'll, she'll follow. <laughs> Be the example. Set an example. <laughs> I'll do it if she follows. Lead I'll by do example. It, but I'll only do it if she follows. Okay. No promise. That can, Once that you're can dead, arranged, it's over, maybe. baby. You'll never know. <laughs> um, I I just. I uh I hate this realm of identity pop and I know you said that it's like cute that uh she like wants to like you know make a song affirming for like you know LGBT community and mm-hmm. I do think it is a cute notion as well but I don't really know how many people are going to feel inspired by this song Maybe I'm wrong and a lot of people will and if that's the case then culture really is over and we should all give up 
well, well, based on the charts from where her that album charted, I don't think. <laughs> I think she's kind of like about four people indie. Like he's he's mainstream, but also like more indie. I don't know. No, you see, no, you see, this is why I hate Rita Pennywise. Rita Pennywise why? Why will write an op-ed about Madonna being racist for using Korean woman in her Korean advertisement. But then Rita Pennywise, with her no eyebrow looking ass dyke, will work with fucking Elton John. You don't have hair, David. A fucking... Pe- I have no hair, but I choose to You're shave bald. my head. Yes. Yeah, so. And she used and she <laughs> shows Rita Rita, Rita to dye Pennywise. Her eyebrows. Rita Pennywise will work with a convicted pedophile that was literally searched by the fucking UK police for his pedophile art. He owned a he owns <laughs> he owns not even owned. He owns a picture of little girls pissing on each other. I mean, okay, Rita Pennywise. Lady Gaga. This is we chosen family. Chosen family. Chosen family. You chose pedophiles, Rita Pennywise. <laughs> I mean. Oh, David's drunk. I know. Yes. He needs water. <laughs> <laughs> Drink some water. Oh no, no. David loves a hangover. Yes. Oh, no. It's like a warm he hug was recently from a saying about member. how it feels like a grandma's embrace. Yes. Thank you. I don't agree. A hangover makes me want to die, but I'm right. glad that you have that experience. Oh gosh, that's a first. <laughs> I just, I just ran about Rita Pennywise for 20 minutes. That's how Zach knows I'm drunk. When my hands go, uh, no, there, there's a little bit of slurring at the end. Is all. Oh no, yeah, but also you should have seen me. My hands were up in the air. I, I was pre, I was preaching from the Vatican balcony. <laughs> I want to dance, yeah. Everybody, Everybody call, call me, me Dancing dance Queen. queen. <laughs> I, I don't well, know the words. I think on that note, mm-hmm. I'd like to offer a few fuck yous, as is our tradition on Gangbang. And I believe the, oh. the first for tonight will be dealt to uh, Marina, FKA Marina and the Diamonds. Fuck you, Marina. <laughs> fuck you, Marina and the Diamonds. You are not Mother Earth. <laughs> <laughs> you are not nature, baby. No, fuck you. Okay. And second, Nepo, do you, you want to say Ayumi fuck Hamasaki. you to anyone? Nasty I, bitch. Oh yeah, um, fuck you, Ayumi Hamasaki. Fuck you, Ayumi Hamasaki and her stands. She's not special. Well, she's never deaf, leave. so she can't. She can't. No. She's going out sad. Fuck you. She's Japanese Katy Perry. Goodbye, Ayumi Hamasaki. <laughs> like, deaf you are, bitch. Like she's she's losing her her hearing in the other ear. It's like. Retired. Well, when you make music as shitty she as that, this podcast. I mean, it's time to be with your family. She's raising a family. <laughs> she needs to be with her chosen family. Not chosen <laughs> it's family. It's time to be with your family. <laughs> oh God! Fuck but... you, Rena. You're no. not Utada. You'll never be Utada. She's not you trying will to be. You'll never do Exodus. It's not gonna happen. Fuck you. She's welcome. Rita Pennywise. House. You will never be famous. She, <laughs> she's welcome in this house. We love Rena in this household. I mean, I'm not paying for her music, but we like Rena. Yeah, why don't you go spill another drink as you stream Rena's music, bitch? <laughs> oh, don't. Yeah, you don't have to tell me twice. I will I'll give her all the streams just to spite you. And some for Elton, too. How about that? So oh, na- so love nasty. you, Elton. 
nasty, nasty, nasty human being. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god thank you so much for coming on i had a blast with thank you, you. i love you so, so much, much i can't wait to have drinks with you and cocaine <laughs> thank you for having me this was an experience i would say i'll put it on my resume yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> on your okay. therapist resume and if you're gonna act like a bitch <laughs> then you're gonna die like a bitch read a pennywise oh my god gang bang gang bang, bang, bang.